Hello, Power of Enough community. This is Mary Patterson, empowering women to transform their lives through grit, grace, and gratitude to empower you to find your power of enough. Can we say empower to find your power? Yes, finding your enough. Enough is balance. Finding the perfect balance of grit, grace, and gratitude swings in so many different directions depending on the topic that we are talking about. And we talk about everything here. And we are on um, a little trend of talking about a topic that I have a love-hate relationship, and that is weight loss. If you are listening to this episode first, if this is the first weight loss episode you are listening to, I challenge you to hit pause, to go back to the episode right before it, weight loss part one, and listen to that one first, and then come back here. Because episode one is so important, we talked about finding your why and retraining the brain of not just saying, I want to lose weight because I want to be skinnier. I want to lose weight because the doctor said so. I want to lose weight to look good in the bathing suit. I want to lose weight because I should. I want to lose weight to look better and really dig deeper into your why. And I hope that some of you are coming back and going, holy cow, like I want to feel good. And even if you're still struggling with this why, even if you're still like, look, I can't get past like the like whatever hoopla you want me to feel, I want to I want to I want to look good. I want to be physically attractive. I know that this still relies on the deeper inside of how you feel about yourself. So if you're stuck in that roadblock, it's okay. I want you to like Oh, mighty up that grit and just come along for the ride with us. It may take a lot of consistent mindset of retraining, of maybe leaving the scale alone for a while and just stepping into action in a different way. So I'm going to share with you three steps that I challenge you to take. And I also challenge you to keep us in Step with your journey to touch base with me, to touch base with our Power of Enough community and let us know how this is going. Is it working for you? What is happening? And it may take one week, one month, three months, six months, one year. This was a journey for me. Your step one is to stop stepping on the scale. I know gasp, any any health professional here, like dealing with anybody that absolutely needs to lose weight might be gasping and going, but there's no measurement tool, right? Hold on. We will get to how you will measure your success. We will get to how you can step out of denial. We will get to that. And there are other ways to do it. Okay? I am not saying don't step on the scale at all. What I actually want you to do is step on it first thing in the morning. So if you're listening to this first thing in the morning, go ahead, step on the scale. Record the date, record your weight, put it away somewhere that you will not look at it, but mark your calendar for one month from now where you will do the same thing. Yes, one whole month 
without stepping on that scale again. And when you step on it again, you will step on it at the same time of the day, first thing in the morning. Put it away and that's it. You're done with the scale for a month. Now, now that you have your why, even if you are like, I want to look skinnier, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a why. <laughs> okay. So if you can't get to that place, some of you may have, okay, I'm going to go over some whys before I, before I dive into a, an example. And I take you through that following two steps. So step one is step on that scale, record that number, put it away, mark your calendar for a month from now where you're going to step on that scale again. But if you're struggling with your why, I, if you have a why already, rewind, okay? Sometimes I get a little tongue-tied. My thoughts are like ping pong balls, right? Um, if you have your why already and say it's fitness oriented. So sometimes my why is very strategic and it's usually about either, um, it hasn't been about running so much lately, but in the past it has been, I'm going to complete that half marathon. Then it went to, I'm going to complete that half marathon in under two hours. Then it was, I am going to complete a 5K in under 25 minutes because I hadn't done that since high school. Like I created these. Then it was, I'm going to complete a marathon. Then, and sometimes intermixed in there, it was, I'm going to um, complete a triathlon. So my why, my why became my performance became getting to that goal and maybe not, heck, I never won anything. I never, I, I was not like on the podium for any of them and that wasn't wasn't my end goal. If that is for you, you've got even a bigger why. Mine was like, I want to feel good. I want to go through this journey without getting injured and I want to feel good on race day. I want to feel like I like, stepped up into my best self and I did everything I needed to do to get there. You have a strong why. You have a direction. You have clear tasks at hand. If you can't take something like that, if you're stuck in this place and it's still like, I just want to see my six-pack abs. I just want to make those jeans fit me. I just want to have my muffin top not hang over my pants, right? I'm going to give you your why. And I, I want you to really channel this because this will make the whole world different for you. Yours is going to be mental wellness. And if you're challenging me right now, and like, I've got my mental wellness. I feel good. I'm not stressed out. I'm not depressed. And you're ticking off the boxes. I challenge you with that because you can't flip this, flip, flip the task of finding a deeper why aside from like physical outside appearance. Okay. So I want you, and if you need this is great. If you need a mental health assessment, I have a awesome one for you to take that takes a scale, if we were to imagine it from scale of one to 10, and takes you through a series of questions. And then it kind of will say, okay, you're, you're at a three, or you're at a six, or you're at a 10. And when I took this, I kind of hovered right in the middle at a five. I was probably around right around a five. I, I have to take it again myself. It was right around a five. And I was like, well, that's not cool. I, I want to be a 10. But what they, they label the five as kind of the normal range, right? That's not, for me, that's not normal. We all deserve to be as high up on that scale as we can get. So if, you're, if you take it and you're at a one, 
I want you to challenge yourself. What behaviors and action steps can you do to become the five? If you're at a five, what can I do to become an eight? If I'm an eight, what can I do to get off this scale to be like a mental wellness, like crazy, mad living life at the highest? What can I do to improve that? Okay, so I'm going to add an extra step in here that wasn't totally planned, but this totally fits. And this is what podcasts are all about, right? So your step one is that scale and then putting it away. Your step two is to inbox me for this mental health assessment that I will send to you and I want you to take it. Your step three is to create behaviors to think about and write down what behaviors What specific behaviors, notice I'm not talking about goals, what specific behaviors do you need to incorporate in your day to slide you up on that mental wellness scale, to slide you up on that mental health scale? What behaviors do you need? I know for me, it was very clear. It was, I need to, there were a couple of things. When I hit snooze in the morning, I, it takes me longer to wake up and the longer it takes me to wake up, the less productive I feel, the longer it takes me to get in the groove, the less I get done, right? So creating a solid morning routine was really important for me. It was, and it was something years, 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 years. I am the snooze queen. Okay. I can get ready in five minutes and run out the door. Like, like, I mean, this might come from wearing a, a uniform and going to an all girl Catholic school. You slide on that uniform, you pull your hair up in a messy bun, you brush your teeth, you grab your breakfast, you're out the door, right? But it didn't set me up for success. It didn't set the tone for my day. So I, it, I, 39 years old, I decided I needed to change that. So it's okay wherever you are in your journey. If you're in your 20s, like hoorah, let's fix this now. If you're in your 60s, it is not too late. Anywhere in between, let's do this, guys. So what behaviors do you need to create that? Another behavior I knew that I had been working on, but I knew I can still fine tune and I know I, it will be a lifelong journey of accepting that I still need to fine tune it was my sugar addiction. Okay. How can I get even better? I had gone through a whole transition from when I came out of nutrition school of taking artificial sweeteners out, going over to natural sweeteners, then really limiting the added sugar and added natural sweeteners like maple syrup and honey, really trying to slide those out of my life and going into more fruit. And then it became, okay, how much of this am I taking in to cover up the sweetness? Like what is still triggering my insulin, what is still triggering the crankiness, what is still triggering the up and down spikes in me? Well, how do how can I improve that? So it came to decreasing, like monitoring first my sugar intake overall, whether it came from fruit, whether it came from sweet potatoes, whether it came from whatever, chocolate cake, and then monitoring my fiber intake because the higher my fiber was, the better my gut was feeling and, and functioning. And, um, the less cravings I would have. Okay. It also was very specific on water. So it was centered around these things and the next step. So I knew these behaviors. Okay. These are the behaviors I need to work on, but how, how, right? So step three is like, write down these behaviors you need to get better at. You need to improve at. But now don't stop there. This is where a lot of people stop. The final step is you have to get so specific with yourself so fine-tuned specific on exactly how you are going to incorporate that in your every day. Which of those behaviors needs to happen every day? Which maybe behaviors lead to a bigger overall behavior? So if it's like 
For example, I need to drink more water. That's a big overall behavior, right? Now let's break it down. I'm going to drink water first thing in the morning. I'm going to make sure I leave my house with a water bottle every day. I am going to make sure by 3 p.m. I have 60 ounces of water in my body already. I'm going to recognize that drinking water requires going to the bathroom and that going to the bathroom means my body is eliminating toxins and waste and that we should be going to the bathroom more than three times a day. Yes, guys. (laughs) And I'm not talking just poop here. We're just overall, like people stop, you like take a break. You need to go to the bathroom. Okay. It is normal to run to the restroom. So see how we took just the overall drinking more water and broke it down to so specific. You need to do that with all the behaviors you wrote down, get as specific as possible. Now, as you're doing this, you might be like, holy, you know what? Like this is a lot of work and you might get overwhelmed. Hold on. (sighs) Take a breath. Okay, note one, that grace is required on this journey that you are going to mess up. Note two, you do not have to commit to all of this today. This is the biggest problem of why you are still on this journey. And this is the biggest problem of why we're trying to swipe the idea of you have to lose weight out of your head, right? And to retrain your brain to fueling yourself for mental wellness, making these habits stick for you to stick in your day every day. You're going to take one habit, one specific behavior, maybe two, at the most three, at the most three, ones that you're like, okay, I'm going to commit to incorporating these into every single day for the next 30 days. And that's what you're going to do. And so on the 30-day mark, When your calendar dings, it's time to weigh yourself again. Go ahead and step on the scale. If you're not ready to step on the scale, if you've already retrained your brain and you're you're like, I'm feeling good, I don't want that to define my journey, you don't have to do it. That's the glorious part of this. Put it aside. If you are feeling good, put the scale away. Feel stinking good about yourself. But what you do at the end of the 30 days is go, how, how am I doing? Each week, you're going to check in with yourself. How am I doing? Am I getting these specific behaviors done? Am I ready to add another layer? And then you're going to add more specific behaviors. You're going to add, you're going to add that other layer and you're going to start ticking it off and you're going to continue this path. You're going to keep marking your calendar to ding and you're going to give yourself that time every month to say, how am I doing? You're going to Make it so specific that every day you are holding yourself accountable for creating, for completing, for taking the action steps into these behaviors. You're going to do it, but you're going to make it so small and specific that it is clear in your head. It is crystal clear. And you're going to see how in time it changes and it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So when you reach six months from now, you're going to retake that mental health assessment and you're going to find yourself in a whole new place. You're going to find yourself stepping forward into progress. And it is amazing and wonderful. So take these behaviors, guys, take this serious. If you are so sick and tired of letting that number define you, if you're so sick and tired of all the ads like I am of people telling you You may not even have to lose weight. You may not even want to lose weight, but because everybody's marketing, like get these six pack abs, like I don't, guess what? 
I've come to terms. Like I not come. I don't want six pack abs. I want strong abs. I want strong abs that are going to hold me. That are going to hold me strong. That I can function and move through the day. That I can do things that other people can't do. That I could do things at at forty, and then I can still do them at fifty. I'm going to hold on to that strength. That's what I'm going to hold on to. And guess what? If a six pack comes along the way. And you know, it's it's a it's a happy side bonus. But that's not going to dictate whether I feel good putting on a bathing suit and walking around. When I feel good, I'm going to feel good. Okay? And it's going to take some work. It's going to take some grit. You're going to have to kind of dive back into your brain and and keep retraining it because you're going to have these thoughts that have been running through your head about your your self-comparison and your self um labeling and and def- and letting society try to tell you who or what you should be is going to keep popping in. But as long as you have, here's the thing, when you have those behaviors written down so specifically and you can wake up every day and say, here is my process. This is what I'm focusing on. This is what I'm doing today. You will step forward every single day and you will make that progress. You guys can do this. I have decided we can't just finish this weight loss conversation. We're going to dive into um, some more episodes and talk a little. We're going to dive deeper into this topic. I want to help you on this journey. You guys can do this. Get specific with yourself. So quick, quick summary review. We've gone over our 15 minutes. Number one, step on that scale. Weigh yourself. Write it down. Put it away. Mark your calendar for a month later. Step two, take email me so I can send you the link or message me wherever you're seeing this post to that you want the mental health assessment link. I'm going to send you the mental health assessment link directly to your phone, directly to your inbox, wherever you want me to send it. You're going to take that. Then you're going to create the behaviors, the action steps that you need to do to improve yourself on that sliding scale. And then when you write down your behaviors, you're going to write them down even more. You're going to make that one overall big behavior, make it so specific, create the specific action steps. And every 30 days, you're going to add another specific action step. You're going to add the layers to it, and you're going to start your process and start your journey. And that's what you're going to focus on. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or what anybody else says you should weigh or should not weigh. This is in the heart, at the core, in your gut grit, grace, and gratitude. Channel it. You are enough. You have this. Please, this is one of the the most passionate episodes I've ever done. Please share this. Um, Copy it. Share it with your friends. Please write a review. Let us know about this different take on it. Let us know about your journey and share with us along the way. We want to cheer you on. We want to support you. We want to lift you up when you need lifting up, and we want to cheer you when you're rising to the top. I love you all. This is your power of enough. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.